Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Keep it with the same theme. Um, stay consistent in your marketing. Never stop learning. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to ask you, do you have a strategy right now? where you are getting leads that come into your inbox while you're sleeping? Do you have a strategy where you are optimized with both Google AdWords and SEO, search engine optimization? If not, then guess what? Today's your lucky day. We've got a free strategy session just for you, and it's with Dan Barrett. If you recognize his name, he was a guest on episode 565, and he is the only certified Google partner agency that works exclusively with real estate investors. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy and get a free strategy session to learn with him how to implement an online strategy for your market in both SEO and Google AdWords. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is a show where we cut out the fluff and we only talk about the best advice that moves your real estate investing business forward. And this is the world's longest running daily real estate podcast. That's right. And well, we wouldn't be the longest running if we didn't give you good info. And with us today, we've got someone who's going to talk to us about how his company has generated nearly $100,000 in revenue in less than a year. I met him at a Think Realty conference in Hotlanta, Georgia. How you doing, Brandon Barnes? Hey, I'm good, Joe. Glad to be on the show. Yeah, nice to have you on the show and nice to talk to you remotely now after meeting in person and having some good conversation at the conference. A little bit about Brandon. He is the principal owner at Mighty Estates LLC. I love that. I have to sit up in my chair when I say that. Mighty Estates LLC, a company that buys houses. He began his career with three different Fortune 500 companies in management training roles. Then dot, dot, dot was fired. He actually works with Tom Kroll and joined his mentorship program called Investor Grit. And he's been rocking it out ever since. This by no means is an endorsement for anyone's mentorship program, but he said he's having success with it, and I met him in person. Sounded good. So I was like, well, why don't you share your story? I'd love to hear more about how you've got things going. So with that being said, Brandon, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Yeah, Joe. Thank you. Well, like you just mentioned, 
I worked with a few different management companies. I was in a program that was going to turn me into a manager after a few years of rotations. First company, Heinz, got bought out. Then I went to Kraft, and then they got bought out by the same group. I had an opportunity to come back to home in Atlanta, and something similar happened there. They actually got bought out, and the plant shut down, but I was fired towards the end of my stint there, and that completely changed my life and changed my career path. I always wanted to be an entrepreneur and work with my own startup firm, but I thought I'd just climb the corporate ladder and do it eventually, and that plan just completely changed, but it was the best thing that ever happened to me. I got a good friend of mine that had been in real estate for a while, and I said, hey, what is this all about? And within a month of being fired at the end of last year, I started off with real estate investing. He was already a mentee in the Investor Grit program. And I jumped in full steam, started doing some joint venture deals and ended up creating my own LLC and and doing my own thing. And I have some good experience under my belt. I'm growing the business every day. And awesome opportunities to network with great people like yourself. And we're looking to double the revenue generated in year one, definitely by the first half of year two. So things are going good. Well, I love to hear that. And now let's get into some specifics. So you said that your company is generating nearly $100,000 in revenue in less than a year. How much of that is profit for the first year? I would say two-thirds of that is profit. It doesn't take too much to market for off-market deals if you attack the right strategies. I started off, like many investors, doing a lot of direct mail, sending postcards to motivated sellers. That can be cost prohibitive if you don't have the funds to scale. But I found some other cool ways to also market for off-market deals via probate records, which has been far and away my highest return on my investment. Say I only spent about $1,000 so far marketing directly to probate deals directly from the county and in personal letters. And I've turned that into about $50,000 in revenue just off of probates alone while continuously keeping the deal flow going with my direct mail pieces. And now I'm into Facebook marketing as well. So sometimes we talk about all the stuff, but in this case, let's talk about the probate records that you're getting and you're writing these personal letters. Can you tell us more about that? Anybody can do it in their prospective market just kind of got to know a little bit of background on what the process is. And there's a bunch of different resources out there on probates directly. So I'd say just do your own research. But basically, you just go down to the county courthouses, ask for assistance from the clerks. You can pull records on everybody that is actually submitting a state to be probated. And my letter is just kind of a general letter. Hi, my name is Brandon. I recently understand that you've initiated a probate record with the county at the address of 123 Main Street. I'd love to talk to you and help you clear this up with lower holding costs than you're already being charged. 
And that gets the people reaching out to you directly. I answer all of those calls direct instead of sending them to voicemail, which I do with my postcards. But I mail merge the documents together. So if I'm pulling 10 records today, I'll go put those all on a spreadsheet with the addresses, the personal representatives, and the decedent, and mail merge those into my standard letter. I will address and stamp those directly and send them out and wait for the return. I think that's the best way. I personally address the elephant in the room. Hi, you know, I know that you've uh, recently lost someone personally. And I think that that actually helps because people appreciate the the genuineness and the the candor. And most people are reaching out with uh, serious issues. They don't have time to go and sell the home or list it. And they just want to deal with an investor that can give them an all cash offer on the property and close quickly. Let's continue with this approach. You send those out your phone rings. Walk us through a typical conversation. So I'll get a call from someone that says, hey, I just recently received a letter that you sent. And I'll respond and say, hi, I purchase homes in this area all the time. I'd love to talk to you about the property. What's the condition? And when can I get over to check it out? I'll go check it out, take some photos. And I'll either take down the property myself and resell it, or some of my partners will do the rehab themselves. But it's just like working with any other motivated seller. And the key is I've already addressed the elephant in the room that the original homeowner is now deceased. And uh, I offer condolences in my initial letter. So by the time they call, it's just like a typical motivated seller. I'll lock up the deal and either resell it or, or take it down myself, do maybe some minor repairs and relist it. On the MLS, it's a beautiful thing. And the turnaround can be as quickly as 10 days, or it can be drawn out if they have a more detailed probate situation, and sometimes they do. But most of the times, I don't even have to get a probate attorney involved. Usually, they've already received their letters of testamentary and have the rights to sell the home. What is a more detailed probationary period entail? Sometimes in a probate situation, there may be a bunch of different heirs that live in, a, in different locations, and they all have to be served the notice of the estate being probated. I have actually, in the past, I've locked up a deal with the intention to purchase once the probate process is completed. So one deal like that, I think the heirs lived in some different countries I went and still checked out the home with the local administrator and basically made an intent to purchase, set a price, and we just had to wait until all of the heirs were served and the executor was given clearance to sell. And then he came back to me about a month later and said, hey, we're ready to go. Let's rock and roll. And I moved forward and I closed that deal out in about seven days from the time that he said, hey, I have all my paperwork. I'm ready to go. So sometimes they can be drawn out, but sometimes if the executor is clear cut, we can turn it around in one to two weeks. In that turnaround period of seven days, when he told you we're good to go, what were your immediate steps? On that deal, that wasn't one that I wanted to take down myself. So I Uh actually just reached out to a few different cash buyers that were interested in that area. 
they came out, checked it out, had an inspection within the first three days and sent their earnest money over to the closing attorney. And we all showed up at the closing. I actually closed with the buyer first and then within an hour closed with the seller. That way, when the seller comes in to sign their documents, they can be cut a check that they can go cash right at that time or have the money wired to their account of their choosing immediately. And why didn't you want to buy this one yourself? It was a little bit out of my area and the price range also was a little bit rich for my blood at the time. Like I said, just starting within a year, I haven't been able to take down many large scale rehabs, but I've done some minor rehabs with mainly cosmetic repairs like new flooring and paint. But once the home is a situation where it needs to be, the foundation needs to be shored up, and roof needs to be repaired, that can get kind of pricey. It may turn into a $30,000, $60,000 rehab. And that's not what I want to focus on. I want to continue to build my wholesaling business to the point where it's automated, stay focused on the one thing, which is a great book. And to get that automated, and then I'll jump into more of a rehabbing capacity and taking down some rental properties to build a rental portfolio. Tell us about a deal you're working on right now. I am working on another probate actually right now. I closed on a quick rental property. I turned around in 10 days, closed on that yesterday. The owner had bad tenants, went in there, made an offer, showed it off and closed on that one. That was just yesterday. But I have one in a nice area of Atlanta that's a probate. The executor was a close friend of the decedent. And I just went and checked out the property. I think he had three offers, but building rapport in that relationship was very key. He initially did not want to give any indication of the offers that he had already received. I visited the property day one, went back with the contractor day two and got a real feel for the best estimate for repairs on that home. And we talked about everything under the sun from golfing to his Mercedes that he souped up to a V12, 900 horsepower or something crazy, just building rapport. And by the end of that conversation, he actually said, hey, you know what, Brandon, the best offer that I got is 205 right now. I don't think it's really fair, but I really like you. Your personality is good and you look like you want to help me out. And he gave me 205 as his offer. I offered 205 and my contractor who actually is also a rehabber, he said, hey man, I'll give you 225 for this easy. And that's going to be another 20K deal that I'm able to turn around very quickly just by building stellar rapport with the owner. Mm. And those are the slam dunk deals that we love to come across, but they're only possible through consistency in my marketing. What would you say has been the biggest challenge for you so far? The biggest challenge, definitely, I mean, it's funny that I say consistency is the greatest asset. It's also the biggest challenge because a lot of people get shiny object syndrome, which we all know, you know, you can get into real estate investing and say, I want to be the best wholesaler. I want to be the best rehabber. or I want to be a career landlord. But until you focus on the one thing that is going to move your business forward, the one goal that you want for your personal business, you will be pulled in a lot of different directions from what I find. And 
I just stay laser focused on building my wholesale business and staying automated or shooting towards the goal of automating my wholesale business, that I actually started to take off per se by making sure that my postcards go out on Monday every week consistently. I go down to the probate courthouses once a week in three different counties consistently. I send those mail the next day consistently. And by doing so, I've reaped the benefits. Early on, I wasn't as consistent. I wanted to go from driving for dollars to mailing to calling for sale by owners on Zillow. And it wasn't until I really focused down on the one thing that was going to get me to my ultimate goal of having a fully automated wholesale business did I take off and start to see some benefits and some success with my company's business. What is your best real estate investing advice ever? Keep it with the same theme. Um, Stay consistent in your marketing. Never stop learning. One of my biggest and best and quickest deals that actually came through a probate. I started that this whole probate program back in May, June timeframe. And I consistently sent letters week after week after week. And at the same time, I was sending out a lot of direct mail. My business almost got to the point where I started to stall out because the cost was so high of sending out all those postcards. Mm-hmm. But Because I stayed consistent with sending those probate letters, in September, I was contacted by a lady that lived out of state and about a a letter that I had sent her in the beginning of my campaign (laughs) in June. And she said, hey, you check out the home, make an offer, made an offer on it for 50,000, blasted it out, actually ended up creating a bidding war to where the in buyer bought it for $73,000 and that gave me basically the juice that I needed to continue forward with my business. I was running out of marketing dollars, but because even though leads weren't coming in and I was thinking, Hey, I don't know if this probate thing is going to work. I'm just sending letters every week, but because I stayed consistent for three, four months on end, that one came back to me and paid me out what some Americans get a high percentage of their salary got in one deal just by being consistent. And uh, the other thing I'd say is that never stop learning. I, I listen to your podcast religiously among others. Never can stop learning. You're never going to learn at all. So keep that going and be consistent and, and you'll do great things in this business. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Yes, sir. I am. All right, let's do it. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Are you a real estate investor and you're trying to do it all yourself? Then you got to stop the insanity, my friend, and go hire virtually. Virtual Office VA is a U.S.-based and trained real estate virtual assistant company. They can free up your time. You can go to their website, learn what they're all about, and go sign up for a virtual assistant. Go to virtualofficeva.com. That's virtualofficeva.com. Best ever book you've read? I'd say The One Thing by Gary Keller. That's a great one. Uh, A 1A would be The Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity by Edwin Gaines. That actually was one of the first books I read, and it just kind of set me up for success. And um, Between those two books, I, I definitely have been able to focus my business in the right direction. And the one thing also is authored by Jay Papazan, and you can listen to his episode, episode 212, 
where I interviewed Jay Papazon, the co-author of The One Thing. Best ever personal growth experience. What'd you learn from it? Going back to what we talked about, getting fired. I really was in that typical great American rat race and that opportunity to restart and reset everything in my life was really great. It helped me look at things a little differently. I started to meditate about 10 minutes in the morning, um, maintain a better diet, slow down versus the corporate structure of just go, go, go. I actually even stopped drinking and saved a lot of money there and continue to only focus on the things that would help uh, my business and help me personally and cut out all the things that would, can slow me down. So definitely getting fired just kind of changed my perspective on life and gave me a new lease on life. Best ever deal you've done? Best ever deal was definitely that probate. It was in Belvedere Park here in Decatur near Atlanta. To be able to receive a call from someone that had received my letter three months prior Turned the deal around in two weeks, and by creating a bidding war, obtained my biggest assignment. I actually double-closed on it, but my biggest deal, just by being consistent, that was definitely the best ever deal that I've done thus far. What's the best ever way you like to give back? I'd say giving back my time, my knowledge, my resources. I've talked to a lot of people that aspire to change their career path or get into real estate investing. I always have time for people that want to continue to grow. So I give back my time and, and what I know and my knowledge. I like to pay it forward, uh, just like my buddy that did it for me. So at this point, I'm a small-time business owner and focused on the business nonstop. But I love to share what I've learned and what I've grown from so that others can do uh, similar things in their lives. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? Um, aside from waiting so long to start real estate investing, I'd say once you're in it, never stop at the first stop sign. As Tom Crow likes to say, likes to say rhino through obstacles. I had a homeowner recently that said, yeah, he couldn't get in touch with his tenant. And a buddy of mine said, hey, why don't you just go over there and the tenant like 20 bucks to go in and take pictures of the property. I did just that. I was kind of nervous. I was like, I hope he doesn't hit me over the front, hit, hit with a front. Shoot you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I just went up to the door and said, hey, I'd like to get in there. I know the owner is thinking about selling, walk the property and take some pictures. And he said, sure, come in. So I was able to get through to the tenant when the actual owner was not able to and took pictures, got the deal locked up and it's in escrow right now. So we should be closing on that in another week. What's the best ever place the best ever listeners can reach you? Just reach out to me di directly. I'd love to share what I know. Or if you're a cash buyer looking for more deals here in the Atlanta market, I'd love to have you on my list. My phone number is 404-793-3257. As well as my email address is brandon at mightyestates.com. Reach out to me anytime. Brandon, it's great catching up with you after the event, the Think Realty event that we went to and getting to know more of your story, hearing some of these deals in more detail, listening to you talk about how you focus and are consistent with your marketing. And that has been the true key to your success, in particular being focused on probates and walking us through that process of how you approach probates and how you get the leads, who you talk to, and those conversations. 
and then some of the little uh, nuances about those conversations that need to be addressed. So thanks so much for being on the show. I hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon. Great. Thanks for having me, Joe. Are you a real estate investor and you're trying to do it all yourself? Then you got to stop the insanity, my friend, and go hire virtually. Virtual Office VA is a U.S.-based and trained real estate virtual assistant company. They can free up your time. You can go to their website, learn what they're all about, and go sign up for a virtual assistant. Go to virtualofficeva.com. That's virtualofficeva.com.